forgiveness. I was kind of confused when it stopped. <laughs> but, yeah, I was like, yo, this is this is going for a little while. Uh approximately a minute. So um Shout out to my guy, Made to Beat. Uh, I don't know if he wants to be disclosed at this moment, so I won't disclose him. But uh, shout out, shout out, shout out. Um, this is the IV pod. I be Vernon. He be Ike. Maybe, but he's not here right now. Who is this right now, man? It's supposed to be Ike. Ike is not here. I'm not really sure how you're introducing someone who is not involved and does not exist. He's been uh, excommunicated. Huh. I yeah. see that I, I'm as as the title says Ike's not here. My question is who is here? You're asking way too many questions at this point. <laughs> so I just want to reveal that. Um, obviously, I'm some sort of Black Panther. Huh. Okay. All right. Well, Do we call you T'Challa? No, I was not born in Wakanda. I was born in Dayton, Ohio. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, I met uh, Killmonger one time at a family reunion. Um, hmm. He's cool. He's cool. He's cool. Okay. So like Michael B. Jordan or like Killmonger, Killmonger, like the actual Killmonger. It was both. Huh. Okay. All one, right. At the same time. You've never seen them like in the room at the same time, right? Hmm. I, I suppose. Something to think about, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, well, I guess I have to move forward with my with my Black Panther co-host um, for people on the podcast who cannot see. He has on a, he has on a, a Black Panther mask and we're, we're going to move forward. I got to move on. I, I mean, whoever I got, I got, you know, yeah, this is yeah, episode one. I didn't hear you. You're live. So, yeah, you, you don't have a choice. I don't have a choice. Got to move on, man. All right. So um, but I have to address you. So do I just dress you as Black Panther? Uh, you know, we'll we'll get to that part. You might can call me Ike, I guess, if it makes it feel better. If it if it flows, better for you. You know, I'm I'm willing to you know be adjustable in this scenario. Okay, okay. So I will use Ike and Black Panther interchangeably. That that works for me. Copy that. Copy that. Moving forward. So, I just want to thank everybody for checking out the first episode of the IV Pod. Um, we're gonna be streaming every Sunday at eleven, hopefully, pending um, no hiccups. And we're gonna—it's gonna be a show about sports. We're gonna talk a little bit about the Marvel Universe and DC. We're gonna speak. I'm not gonna say comics and nerd talk. We're gonna have a little nerd talk. Um, Little Mandalorian that I recently got into that I was kind of talked into doing. Um, turned out it was better than I believed. Thanks, thank you, Black Panther, for putting me on. Yeah, you were slacking, man. You were slacking on the Mandalorian. I know. I know. I was being a stooge about it because I'm not a Star Wars fan, so I, I just didn't think that I needed to hop on that because I thought it tied in somehow. And come to find out, it didn't. No, um, you don't need to watch the movies to understand it. Uh, wait, where are you at? And I'm done. I I haven't watched everything. Ah, uh, okay, okay. So I'm all cut up because only it's two seasons, right? It's only two seasons. Okay, cool. Yeah, I've watched both. Yes. So you've gotten to the Luke Skywalker. Yes. That was nuts. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I've watched. I watched all of it. And uh, last night, least, is going to be some sport, some gaming talk, some gaming talk. You know, we both game. We, we're PlayStation guys. 
Um, I don't know how he feel about Xbox, but I don't like Xbox, so uh, you will get no positive Xbox comments from me. <laughs> I don't hate Xbox, <laughs> but I have a PS5 for a reason uh, and don't have an Xbox series. What the fuck ever? Like, can I cuss? Yes, you can cuss. Actually, you can. Oh, shit. It is not frowned upon. YouTube, you're absolutely able to cuss. And I'm sure on Twitter and Facebook, you are allowed to cuss also when you're live. So, and if not, we'll see. Um, yeah, mom, if you've seen that, that wasn't me. So, <laughs> yeah, this is that was the Black Panther. That was not Ike. So, do not uh, crash any of his pages. Um, but we are, we, we, we have Facebook page. YouTube, of course, we got Twitter, we got Instagram, all that stuff. So we're going to be bringing live content, clips on Instagram, live streams on everything else. Um, yeah, because I found out that Instagram were a bunch of stooges when it comes to live streaming and so proprietor to your phone. So if I want if we wanted to stream live on Instagram, basically, I would have to set up something else and I ain't doing all that. So whatever. But that's basically what we're going to be about, man. So Ike, in this instance. Mm-hmm. Uh, who are you? What 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 made you want to do this? What, what, why are we doing this? Why why are we doing this podcast? Hold on. Yeah, why are you doing this with me? I guess I should say. Oh, now he's because like, you freaking coerced me. I'm, That's why I had to come I'm, out of the mask for this. <laughs> this is coercion. How? Made it live. I don't like people in talking, and you asked That's me true. to do a platform that involves people and talking. So why am I here? I'm here. Because my friend asked me to be here. And I appreciate that. I thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, so you yeah. said you're from Dayton, Ohio, man. I'm right. from Dayton, Ohio. Originally wow. born and raised. Ah, born and raised. How long did you live in Dayton, Ohio? Because you're not currently in Dayton, Ohio right now, right? No, I am currently in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, so was in Dayton, obviously, my adolescent life all the way up to college. Went to IU, spent uh, some glorious, glorious times at IU. Okay, wait a minute. Hold on. Let's not skip past that. So what did you study in IU? I have an undergrad and a master's in sports marketing. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. All right. So we do have somebody know a little bit about sports. We're not just uh, freestyling. Uh, all right. Oh, wait a minute. Sports many a time with many of people. Who's whispering? I hear the whisper. Yeah, that's my wife. She's, she's about to leave for work. So we got the pause. She, she wants to kiss. Uh, it's okay. You can, you can, it's okay. It's cutesy. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Good luck, guys. Thank you. Right. We we have no viewers right now, so we need you to view. Edit that out the live. Edit what? Oh, the kiss. Yes. Why are you? Why are you like this? Uh, <laughs> Isaac, are you mad because I'm stealing your shine right now? Yeah, yo. Yes. We, yeah, we were. Yeah, he was smiling on me right now. Yeah, well, he was introducing his his uh, his self to the people. And he, Here it is. So, so yeah. who I am. Well, he was introducing his his. Uh, his you got a viewer. You got a. You, uh, okay. Come on, I gotta go. Okay, go ahead. You're good. All right. Cool. That's it. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. It's a verbal delay. Okay. Bye. <laughs> oh my god. It's a verbal delay, but nonetheless, um. So, um, tell us a little bit about about IU. It's something else. That you you've part of a a frat, right? I am. Yes, I did pledge Omega Sci Fi Fraternity Incorporated uh, in spring of two thousand eight. So, 
Shout out to the see, see, I was gonna do something to make you angry and do that, but I know that that's frowned upon. No, you're gonna much. To get yourself killed. See, and I don't want that. I don't and want I that. I've, I've, I wasn't gonna interrupt that at all. I, I heard stories about the level of anger it takes you to, so I just not want to add to that. So, yeah, yeah. So, that's a good idea. That, look, look, man, I'm trying to be respectful. I can't I mean, say that much for you. Of your family while you were gone. You said what about my family while I was gone? Wait, what? You're taking care of your family while you were gone. Where, where was I? Wait a minute. Hold on. In, in that scenario, you would have been getting yourself killed. So uh, I would have had to take care of the family. But oh, that's fine. Yeah. You, you, you're one of the few people I trust. It's, it's like four people. But nonetheless, I appreciate that. That you would take care of my family in the event of my untimely death. No, that one would have been timely. That would have been- <laughs> All right, so so you you with the IU, you from Dayton, uh, you pledge. So then, what? How did how did how did you get to how did we get to meet then? How did, I, I've never been to well, I have been to Dayton. I take that back, but we didn't meet in Dayton. No, and I would never tell anybody I went to Dayton if I was outside of Dayton. Although, well, what's wrong with Dayton? I love my city. You can't tell about my city. I can't. Uh, okay. All right. I'll look, I've just I've I've, I've passed through. Uh, Oh, I guess I'm doing like a, a resume of my life at this point. Well, not like a resume, but I mean, people need to know who you are. Fast forward to you're... how we met. We met at Sprint, man. Um, yes, the good old days. 2014, when I got hired after I moved from Dayton to Indianapolis after college. I uh, was at Ask Furniture. That was trash. <laughs> so I was like, yo, let me get back into electronics. And technically, Verizon caught me first. I had an MBA mm. with HH Greg, so I couldn't. I was in month five. It needed to be six months away. Then spring called. I was like, well, my bad Verizon. I ain't got time to wait another month. Right. I started sprint on uh, East Washington Street, and you were already there. I was. And I <laughs> we had this conversation before. Uh, I didn't know. I thought we started at the same time. Um, but we have another, I guess we could say friend. Ross is a friend. Um and he, me and Ross started at the same time, and I could have swore it was me, you, and Ross all at the same time. But like instantly, instantly we clicked. It, come to find out, it went to like March of the next year. But yeah, yeah, man. But now, nah, man, we instantly clicked, man. We we kind of did our thing together. Almost got fired together, like. <laughs> yeah, and then I moved up somehow. And yes, and then I moved out. <laughs> yeah, I moved. I moved out. I left. I was like, uh, yeah. I'm gonna be a tech now. I don't, I don't want to sell all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's kind of that's that's kind of that's how and kind of that is how we met. Um, yeah, man, you was a cool, dude, man. Fast forward x amount of years, end up being my best man at my wedding. Sup? I wasn't there. Yeah, you I, was there. The and he witnessed. He was the witness to my wedding day. Come on. Okay, I was a substitute best man at your wedding, and that's look. Hey, I was basically the sixth man off the bench. Shout out! Shout out to all the six men. Trying to figure out how I wasn't like pre warned. Look, man, look, a situation happened. My original best man, you know, had medical emergency, and then I can do about that. Had a backup. I already knew I was gonna have to maybe throw you in the game. You can't do in the clutch. I didn't know. Was yeah, you don't have to know. 
It's like, hey, yeah, I, I need you to now be in front of the line and make a speech. There it is. There, there it is. You, but, but you were I, ready. I'm sensing something. You seem to always put me in positions to make me speak to people. That is true. I don't, I don't like people. I know, but we have such awesome conversations. I'm like, we need to share you with the world. I don't want to be shared with the world. Too late now, man. We're here. We out here. You say yes. I didn't sign anything. Nope. Sure didn't. But what you do get out of it is advertisement. Heroes like me. Shout out. Shout out to our sponsor, Heroes Like Me, which is Isaac's uh brand. So tell me a little bit about Heroes Like Me. When did y'all start it? What do y'all do? Uh Heroes Like Me. All right. So it's kind of hard to do this without telling the actual story of the idea. So this actually was birthed in Indianapolis. Um, actually, consequently, surrounding Black Panther. So Black Panther comes out. Things are going well in my life. You know, I just become a manager uh, of Sprint on uh, Emerson. Same month, Black Panther comes out. Couple months roll past. You know, I finally get to hire my own staff, and I'm getting people telling me, "Yo, your office is." It doesn't look like you are ever in here. It doesn't look like it's yours. You need to put things in your office. Like, all right, what else? I had these reps. I can't remember which ones, whether it was James or Chris. Uh, shout out to y'all. We had a GameStop two doors down. They were buying Funkos. Funkos were like, buy two, get one free. It was like, yo, you can get the free one. You can start putting these in your office. I'm like, all right. At this point, Black Panther's still, like, it's not theaters anymore, but it's, it's still a pretty big thing. Right. So I'm like, all right. Let me see if I can find a Black Panther Funko. Not only did I not see Black Panther, I didn't see a black character in their Funko list. And it was, pretty, it was a good size wall. It was not a black character. I'm about to say, because that GameStop over there, they, they Funko wall is pretty, pretty big. Like, they have a nice, decent 12-foot section of Funkos. Yeah. And then, <laughs> like, three shelves. So. I, I searched. Dang. So, first Funko I ever got was Thor, by the way. It's like, all right, cool. So we go back a couple of times. I got like a Miles Morales was the only black character I was able to find. So I'm like, yo, this is nuts. It's not a place to find all black characters or, you know, mostly minority characters. I'm like, yo, that would be super dope to have a place that focuses on that part of heroism and villain. Because, you know, I messed the villain. Set on this idea for a couple of years. Moved to Atlanta and had some some people pushing me. I was like, yo, this is a dope idea. Like, why don't you have anything? Why aren't you doing this? Eventually came out with the name Heroes Like Me, because the idea of it is to have heroes who look like you. So Heroes Like Me is a place to highlight black and brown minority superhero characters to give them that highlight. I do have like Batman and stuff like that on there because they are famous. They are heroes to somebody as well. But the point of it is to have somebody who look like us. And an easy place to find them. Okay, okay. So yeah, um, once I was introduced to it, um, I thought it was the dopest thing ever. I'm like, man, this is fly because, like, also like me, like I haven't, I, I, I'm a, as you can see in the background, like I'm a Spider-Man fan, whatnot. Um, so like, I was cool with like getting Spider-Man pops, and actually, the first pop I got was when I was working at Sprint, um, uh, from Joel Scott. Uh, he used to have them at his uh at his tech desk at his tech desk, and he had like 
he had like Spider Man. He had like he had a couple different characters. So, you know, I asked him. I'm like, hey man, I'm a fan of Spider Man. Like, you know, how much for that pop? You know what I mean? So I paid him ten dollars. I got my first Spider Man pop, and then like, I was like, uh, my other. My my second favorite character is Silver Surfer. So I was like, hey man, you got a Silver Surfer? He was like, he was like, yeah, you know what I mean? Boom. He brought me that, paid that. So I was just buying pops from him because he has so many. Come to find out, I went to his house later on. This man has like um a whole room full of them, like just not even open or whatnot. So um, so yeah, I got my first couple from him. I got Venom, you know, a couple other ones from him too to start off. And the same thing, but like, you know, I really like Miles Morales, like that's my favorite Spider-Man. But at the time, you know, like the only Spider-Man that's been out is the white Spider-Man. So I was like, all right, well, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, I'm gonna run with Spider-Man. Um, but then like I said, Joe, your site come along. I was like, hey man, you got and then he been feeding me black Spider-Mans <laughs> for like a year now. So it's pretty yeah, dope. I, I got a, uh, another miles coming in, by the way. I'll I'll let you know. Yes. So now I have an extensive collection of Miles Morales Spider Man. So, and not only that, I work at I work at uh, work at GameStop also. So, all the Miles Morales and all the exclusive Spider Mans and stuff that come in, I get. And for him looking out for me, I make sure he get the Mandalorians. I make sure he get Ninja Turtles, all the stuff that he like also. So, yeah, I mean, I've got a wall right next to me, but you know, you can't really see it. How did you get into turtles? That's something I've been wanting to know. Like throughout our friendship, like why Ninja Turtles? Why not? Is the question. Okay, why not? I grew up on turtles, man. So you know, I mean, everybody has their thing, and for me, it's like one of the earliest memories I have, other than actually remembering my name being changed. But that's a different story. Hmm. Saturday morning. Uh, yeah, my my original spelling was I Z A K. We save that for a different time. Okay. Um, so yeah, Saturday mornings were being turtles. I mean, I, that was what my my Saturday mornings. And then when I got old enough to go to school, they were always on every morning, literally right before I left. So uh, the repetition of watching it, you know, I mean, you you've got a child, you know, if you sit her in front of something long enough, you know, it, it's going to grow on her. And yes. it was something that grew on me. Uh, Raphael was my favorite one. Oh, he's such a jerk. I don't really see the problem. I'm just saying. I was just pointing out a characteristic trait. Me? No, 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 no. Of course not. I'm talking about Raphael. I felt like that was a nope. shot. Nope. Dad nope. With the side dagger. <sighs> Come on, not this early, Ike. Jeez. Oh, you're gonna wait for this? Oh yeah, it's gonna come. First off, I have to get my shots off before yours come because it's gonna be bombs over Baghdad when you start going. I have never done anything of the sort. That's okay. Look, the people will learn. Uh, all right. I'm just saying that I'm an angel. Obviously. I'm wearing a Black Panther mask right now. I mean, what does that say about me? I mean, you're awesome in that sense. But the face doesn't match the 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 verbal venom that will come that will spew you from your mouth at some point. I'm not a rapper. What are you talking about? I spit venom in every direction. Soak some up. That's you. I was actually thinking about that line. I'm sure. Literally. <laughs> That'll be good. 
But nonetheless, so turtles, something you grew up on. And see me, my Spider-Man, like I will come home from school. And when I come home from school, boom, I'll stop at the store, grab me a little Debbie, zebra cake, grab me some lemon drops, you know, the little red pack, just two for a dollar, get them with some cherry sours, a little bag of hot Cheetos. I go home, I watch, hey, watch Spider-Man, Spider-Man's on, boom, watch Spider-Man. After that, I go outside. That was, that was my day. <laughs> this candy from the store or the candy lady? No, nah, it was from the, from the store. Well, it was, it was like a little corner store, but like we didn't, in that neighborhood, I should say, where I, when I was living with my dad, like we didn't have a candy lady, like in that neighborhood that I knew of, cause it was a new neighborhood to me. I didn't, at that time, I didn't, I wasn't associated with that neighborhood. I got to know people, but that was my routine. Cause I used to walk to school because my school was right down the street. My school was like six blocks down the street. So everybody in the neighborhoods, we just all walked to school and we would walk together and stuff like that. So, um, but no, prior to that, the, the neighborhood I grew up in, yeah, we had, we had, uh, his name was, uh, Mr. Dixon. He had a, a station wagon, an old school station wagon. He used to come and pull up into the apartments and then the whole back of his trunk was just none but candy. So he would sit there. He'd just sell candy out the back of the trunk. Sounds real. It's clownish to me. Man, it was, we was in the hood. You just pull up, park it. You see, you see, <laughs> hey, you see, Mr. Hey, for real though, we, hey, we start yelling, hey, Mr. Dixon, hey, y'all, Mr. Dixon outside, Mr. Dixon, Mr. everybody coming out. That's, hey, Mr. Dixon introduced me to fruities, chews, all that stuff. To a lot of things. Oh my gosh, come on, man. <laughs> Y'all gotta excuse him, man. Excuse like man. Do not, do not, do not hold this against him. But yeah, no, that I didn't. We didn't have like a, a stationary candy lady, which would have been awesome. But we did have a stationary uh, coolie cup guy. You know what a coolie cup is? Uh, no, we didn't have coolie cups. Oh, wait, first off, do you know what a coolie cup is? Nah, man. I don't know about a coolie cup. Oh, uh, okay. Let me explain to you what a coolie cup is. And for everybody who may not know what a coolie cup is, and people, who, hey, if you was from 30th Street from the ball, you know what a coolie cup is, but I'm going to break it down. So a coolie cup is, you know, those little white foam cups the little you can get like for party. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. The little shaved ice thing? Is this, is this what this guy did? No, no, not that. Not those kind. Well, kind of like that. Kind of like that. But they were just the little cups. You know, the little white cups. You can buy like a hundred for $2. Yeah. So he would have those cups, and what he would do is he would uh, put sh- uh, Kool Aid, so real sweet Kool Aid, he would pour it into the cups and freeze them. And he would sell them for a quarter. His name was Mr. Reverend Sims. And he was living in the back. So we, hey, man, y'all want to go? Hey, y'all, y'all trying to go to Mr. Reverend Sims? And we would go to the back, quarter, buy Coolie cups. And it was just a little cup with sugar, with, with, with Kool-Aid in there, with real sweet Kool-Aid uh, frozen. And you, you know, bite the foam top off. First, you'll lick the top off because it would be syrupy on the top. So you're going to lick all the syrup off first. Boom. Then you're going to take the teeth, break the foam off the corners. And then, you know, you're going to, you know, break it down. Coolie cups. And this was in the back of his house. This was not in the back of his <laughs> Man, why is everything... <laughs> Why are you trying to turn everything into a, a pedophile type of situation, man? Because you seem to have consistently been in pedophile type of situations. What is going on? With- no, bro. He His refrigerator was in his house where a normal refrigerator was. And we would walk up to the door, to the screen door. 
hey, you know, what colors you got? What flavors? He'll tell us what flavors. And then, hey, man, let me, hey, let me get a, let me get a strawberry. Boom, quarter, boom, boom, boom. We swap it. We go about our business, man. Dang. Yeah, I'm sure he worked with Mr. Dixon. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, so yeah, so, names. but nonetheless, so yeah, so okay, so turtles, part of your childhood. We're going to get to this. I want to hear about this name, Jay. Why was your name changed? Isaac A.K. Pronounce that. Isaac A.K. What? I-Z-A-K. I-Z-A-K. Isaac. That's why it's changed. Huh. It's Isaac still. I guess it's kind of like my wife's name, Siobhan. Yeah, I'm sure there's people who pronounce that B all the time. Mm. There's people who pronounce the B. There's some people who don't pronounce the B. Yeah, like, there's some people that just hard. Shahan, I've heard people not even, like, just silent B, but I don't know. Like, I've always knew it was Siobhan. Like, even from the first time I seen it, even before I knew her, I knew it was Siobhan because I was taught that H and a B together makes a V sound. Like, I've always heard that. So, I don't know. Maybe IPS wasn't that bad. She was my assistant, and I was just like, "Oh, this is this is how you spell your name." Yeah, all right, cool. Plus, I was kind of in love with her from the first time I seen her. So, and my best friend told me her name. So, once I seen it, I already knew what it was. I think y'all got a podcast together. We do, and we will explain all that. I'm not going to go into that, man. Yes, love you, there ain't no love over here. I, I know. Oh, trust me, I know. Yes, we do have a podcast that will be streaming live on Thursdays. Uh, no specific time though because our schedules are crazy. So, but it will come out on Thursday, so you can catch it live if you can catch it live. But if not, you can watch it on all the same platforms: Facebook, uh, YouTube, Twitter. Um, yeah, and we will drop clips of our life on Instagram. I'm gonna use that more of a, just a uh, a daily quick video drop when we have situations because yeah, Instagrams bunch of assholes. But nonetheless, um. Yeah, so, okay, cool, 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 cool. So, name change because it just, people are just going to mess it up. So, did you change it or did your mom change it? I was three. I couldn't legally change my name. Uh, I, look, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know if it was one of them things, like, once you came into your own, like, hey, mom, this got to go. <laughs> because it kept being misspelled, or mispronounced, I should say, that misspelled. Okay, all right, all right. So. Hey, happy Mother's Day, everybody. Sorry, shout out to all the moms. Shout out to all the moms. Shout out to the moms. Shout out to the moms. By the way, who me, bro? Yes. We no, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I'm not gonna go into that either. But yeah, people Fair. who know me know the situations for the most part. And he know the situation kind of sort of, but nah. yeah, that's why I told you to call it. Nah, that's cool. But nonetheless, shout out if she hears this, then shout out. You know. But I did take care of my wife this morning, and I've taken care of my friends and my friends' mothers and people that I you know recognize as mothers and figures in my life so shout out to all the moms happy mother's day i hope you enjoy it yeah i call my mom so I, we've that's already, good i'll probably call her again when she gets to my grandma's house hopefully she doesn't call me while i'm live <laughs> oh well you're on your computer right i am on my computer yeah oh, okay cool um what did you get your mom for mother's day since since you're the son of the year since you're gonna take shots at me for not calling my mom what'd you get your mom tell me what the gift was what'd you get her uh, my mom's been begging for Bluetooth for months now because 
She says her last one doesn't work. So my mom. Oh, okay. I'm about to say, I know it's 2021. You just now introducing your mom to Bluetooth. Yeah. She's one of those people who's like, yo, it, something happens one time. Hey, this is broken. It don't work no more. Oh, okay. Like, nah, Got it works. You probably didn't charge it. Whatever. Got it. I was going to force normal it. Sp- normal Sprint customer, right? Yeah, she's she's one of those customers. Okay. If my mom came to your store, you hated it when she left. <laughs> Absolutely. I. My look, I've been in the store with you. I know how you are. If you would have came in my store as the customer that you are, I probably would have talked about you when you were gone. Okay, fair enough. Love you to death, Ma. Just saying. <laughs> um, so yeah, I said they're Bluetooth. Um, okay. What kind? What kind? What we? What we? I mean, no advertisements here. None for free. But I mean, yeah, like, what you, was it? You want me to plug? No, not plug. I just like. I mean, you could say, "Hey, it was you know." Was I don't it? care, Samsung, Sony, whatever. The uh, Samsung earbuds, the lives or the uh, just the the buds, buds, just the buds. Oh, okay, cool, cool. I rock with it. I rock with it. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. You said, but she's not gonna get it to the. Oh, that's right. You mailed it. I'm forgetting. Yeah, I'm yeah I mailed it. Right, you get your grandma something? To, nah, man. That's that's my mom's job. That's her mom. That's my grandma. That's true. But I mean, it's grandmother, so she's still. Yeah. Well, the grand gesture is for her daughter to get her something. Oh, that's that's cold. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, the fact that I have to explain to you that to, to recognize your grandmother as a mother. What? Ah, <laughs> uh, no, I, I didn't get anything. But okay, I'm, I'm gonna talk to her later. Whenever. Okay, uh, I'm sure that'll be enough. Grandmothers, like they really are kind of easy to please. At least my grandmother was like. But I, I used to go to my grandma's house every day when she was alive. So every every week I was over there doing something to help her out. So so like, but if you didn't get her a card, at least on on uh on uh Mother's Day, yeah, she gonna have a stern conversation with you about it. Should should be okay. We'll we'll have a discussion. Yeah, I'm I'm sure. Hopefully, hopefully you treat her better than you treat me. Dang, I treat everybody I love the same. So wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is there a breakthrough? Do no. you love me? No. You just I, said there was no love. Huh. Okay. Now, my my goal is to get you to say that you love me one day. You on your toes. One day, you're going to admit live that you love me. Mm. Not like that. Pause. No homo. Yeah, I'm not Mr. Dixon. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <sighs> That's, some things you can't tell some people. You know what? This is supposed to be our our first episode. <laughs> Introduce ourselves, and now everything I say is bang bang. Yeah, no. that's not that's. I'm sorry, Mr. Dixon. He kind of presented you in a bad light. I'm sure Mr. Dixon has moved on to another life because he was uh, quite he old have, back then. He may have family that is watching this. In the 90s. That's true. He may have. Hey, shout out to Mr. Dixon and his family if any of them happen to catch this. I mean, hey, look. He was OG. And he looked out like, even if you were short a couple of pennies, man, he always looked out. And he truly had penny candy back then. People don't know what penny candy is now. Like, yeah, no, it's a different time. Man. man, it was a legit a penny. Yeah. Like, you could get, you had a dollar, you can get a bag of honey. Straight up. Yeah. And I mean, it was raising as like a village, so everybody raised everybody's kids. So. Yes, absolutely. Totally absolutely. Joking, just because the times are different now, and, and if there was anybody who was in the streets, like, yo, I got candy in the trunk, Super red. Nah, flag. nah. Biggest red flag nowadays. 
biggest red flag nowadays. But in the 90s, yeah, it was just a little more lenient. The 2000s, not so much. Shit unescalated. They didn't kill the candy people, man. They have, man. Like, I almost was like about to get my like like get my daughter to like start a candy store around here. Cause like we live like an area where it's a bunch of kids and stuff. Like we, you know, we live in one of those housing additions. You know how we live, where you know, our neighborhood, whatever. Mm-hmm. And we ain't got no there's no stores, just one gas station like within the area. Isn't it's not even walking distance? I wouldn't walk there, but like having a candy store or just, you know what I mean? Like something like that, just to teach her some, you know, help her make some extra money and teach her a little responsibility. Cause for some reason she thinks, you know, daddy and mommy's rich. You so, are I am not <laughs> nowhere near dude. Like to her. yeah, to her, you know what I mean? But no, Shoot, you got my face. <laughs> but oh, yeah, by the way, me and my daughter will have a podcast that will stream live yeah, also yeah. on Tuesdays. Uh, yeah, well. Of course, we don't we we don't have a time for that either. But just Tuesdays, you know, we'll be out here. Um. So where was we? Okay, we we blah 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 blah. blah. We talked about your name. Uh, talked about you not getting your grandma nothing for for Mother's Day, which I don't know, man. You must have a, a, a your grandma must be a wonderful woman to accept no gifts from you on Mother's Day. Is a glorious person, and I don't really appreciate you trying to create this dissension in my family. Hey, I'm just hey, facts is facts. You just said I ain't getting that. I'm I'll talk to her though. I'll talk her off the cliff. Basically, you gonna talk her off the cliff for her cussing you out. I think she'll cuss I'm you like out. the villain right now. You are the villain, which is why I know that you sound like one. Uh, Black Spider Man. Maybe I'm the symbiote. Yeah, you look like a symbiote. Bang bang. Yeah, whatever. So what else you got planned for today, man? What's 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 on the agenda? Uh let's see. I got I've got a gem time that you are currently cutting into right now. Yes. Um look at you just happy about all my misfortunes. Hey. Hey, look, I have to give it now. I have to set the tone now. Because first off, you just talked about my whole childhood was basically pedophilia situations. So let's let's no no you talked about your childhood right and you assumed that there were all situations where I could have basically been taken advantage of by old men you may be suppressing things I don't know it'll it'll come out in therapy you know what you're you're impossible maybe I won't I won't dispute that there's no you know, you're right. Anyway, moving forward. So, have you seen the trailer for Black Widow? How do you feel about it? I've seen one trailer. Mm. I've heard it's two. The one trailer I saw, it, it looked pretty decent, pretty interesting. Uh, I mean, it's, you know, at this point, if it's Marvel, the expectation is it's going to at least keep your interest for the hours. Um, Trying to think of the last thing that I did not enjoy that was Marvel was probably the second Thor. I'm glad you say that. I was talking to a friend of mine, also, you know, comic head. And um, for some reason, like on TV, I guess on on cable, they were sh- uh, showing a a um, a preview for Thor Dark World to come on. That's the second Thor for people who don't know. Mm-hmm. Um they were showing a preview like they were showing they were going to show it on TV 
and they had made a comment like, oh, man, like I heard like that, like a lot of people didn't like that Thor. So what is your take on that Thor? Uh, I was a lot of lovey doveyness. For you me, think so? For me, it felt like it. And I, it didn't seem like it. It almost felt forced. Like it. I mean, I understand that there is an existing relationship between those characters and the comics. Mm-hmm. The movie part of it felt forced. It didn't feel as forced in the first one as it did in the second one. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the, hey, we're gonna throw these people in a relationship. And to me, if you take that relationship out of the movie, it doesn't change the movie. So it didn't add to anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know, understand the, the ether until later. But oh, okay. Okay. I was honestly not. Me neither. I didn't know that was the, uh, what should call a stone? Like, I had no cool. idea. So I didn't know where they were going with that. So not not as entertaining in the action, I didn't think. And I think that's kind of what like led to like the third Thor, like them, like really kind of like making it like super light and funny and like, like going a yeah. whole nother route. Uh, then outside of the, the dark, there's like, okay, we, we had a, we introduced Thor and then we show kind of like a dark side, like to just, um, to him and like, you know, just his story. And I just think that wouldn't receive well by people. So then it was like, all right, like we gotta we gotta go a whole nother route. Let's just let's just make him, you know, just a character. Um, which they succeeded because Thor Ragnarok was awesome. It is it is amazing. Uh yes. right, I'm gonna transition from this real quick. Just go I don't wanna get your your live thoughts on this black Spider Man, not black Spider Man, excuse me, black Superman scenario. <sighs> It's crazy that you asked about that because, man, this same friend was talking about this yesterday also. So, um, just because I know a little bit about it, I'm first off, I'm just going to put this out here. I'm not a fan of Superman. Mm-hmm. I hate him second behind Batman. So I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> I'm not a huge DC guy. My DC guys, Flash, the Black Greenland. Those are my two guys. Everybody else? John Stewart. Nah. Huh? John Stewart. Yes. Everybody else? Nah. I care less. But the black, a lot of people look at the black Superman like a change in character. Mm-hmm. And what me and this person was discussing, which that person felt the same, is that it's not a new character. The black Superman was actually before the white Superman, if you really look at it, because his, what, I think great-grandfather, I believe, uh, married a black woman. So it was like the that aspect of a black Superman was before even Clark Kent was even um, created. Actually, his father, uh, brother, was black. So, Well, yeah. people's issue with it isn't that they're creating a black Superman because black Superman exists. There was Calvin Ellis. There was Val Zod. Mm-hmm. The people, the issue that I've been reading is that this is Clark Kent. So they're oh no, if they're doing it like that, that that's just wrong. Then it's not. Yeah, this is a black Clark Kent. Oh, see, I, I thought they see like I didn't read that much into it. I heard about it, but I didn't read into the story to know what people's real gripes was. I just thought they was like because of a change in character. Which if you really look at Superman the character's been changing for years. The same thing with Batman or whatever. 
DC can never make their mind up about what they want to run with, which is why they're losing. Um, but nonetheless, if they're going to do, I mean, is it going to be like a separate story? Is it going to be a TV show? Like, or are they doing like full length films? Like, is this tying into their universe and somehow, like, how are they doing this? Like, the idea, and I don't obviously have all of the information there. It's still new. From what I've seen is that they're almost rebooting again. So this would be part of a reboot. Why? Uh, because nobody wants the last ones other than the Spider-Verse or Snyder-Verse. Um, Look, man. Which I this is all. Um, I, I'm actually not against Henry Cavill as Superman. I think he looks like Superman. And it's not his fault that the movies have just not been that great. Because uh, I thought he, he was amazing in The Witcher. So, I, obviously, he has the skill, the acting skill, to pull it off. And he just look, hasn't had good movies around him, unfortunately. Look, I'm just going to say, I don't, like, personally, I don't care who play him. Like like I said, I have zero interest in this. Um, My thing is just... See, DC, the problem with DC is they don't have a CEO. They don't have someone who owns them. They have a group that owns them. So it's a group of people and stockholders who make these decisions. So for all you people out there who want to know what the issue is with DC, the issue is that they have no direction. See, Marvel had Stan Lee, like, that was the creator, one of the original creators. Of course, along with a bunch of other people and a bunch of other universes and a bunch of other different characters and things like that, revamps to Spider-Man and, you know, the X-Men, all that stuff. So you got a bunch of people in there who had influence on it. But you have a Stan, someone like a Stan Lee who who can kind of push narratives in the right way to, to create a whole universe of things. When you have a group of people, nobody knows who's making the decisions. You know what I mean? So it's like, like me. Like, I like Batman, Batman Returns. Like, they could have ran with that for a minute. Then they switched it over to Batman and Robin. Like, all these different Batmans. Like, and that's what earlier, like, in my early years just turned me off. Because I'm like, I don't have nothing to follow. I'm seeing different people, different voices, different, you know, outlooks, schemes, whatever. And it's just like, it just wasn't rocking with me. And then you do the same thing with Superman. And it's just like, it's not rocking. And then you get to the Dark Knight trilogy. And you're like, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, this can be something. Like, if they take this and just build off of it, you know, introduce your other characters, like, and just build off of, like, probably the most successful uh, franchise and probably comic, probably in movie history. I, I know it's one of the top grossing all time. Like, it's up there mm-hmm. with, like, Avatar, Avengers Endgame, and I think they're, like, third or something like that, third or fourth on that list. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's definitely top 10. And it's like, why not build off that? And introduce your characters and just go with the darks, you know, with the with the darkness of, of of that series, you know. And I just like to me, like I said, it just turned me off like very early on, which I've never really been a, a super duper fan. Uh, but yeah, that's what turned me off. And now you're about to do another uh, another reboot of the whole series. So now you just did a Justice League. You just did two Wonder Womans. You know what I mean? You got another Batman. You got all these other movies coming out. And then what? Yeah, I mean, I, I, again, I, I and I'm gonna take a step back into like the the original question slash scenario and the what I think about the black Superman being Clark Kent. I don't care. I do feel like obviously there's some pandering, there's a level of pandering to black people. 
And my problem oh, yeah. is if you're going to do a black Superman movie to use one of the existing characters who are already a black Superman as opposed to making Clark Kent black, but I again I, I'm I don't care that much about it either. Because one, I expect that if they're gonna make a movie out of it, it's not gonna be good just based on right. the track record. So I mean if you're gonna mess up one, then you know, make Clark Kent black and then screw that up like you screwed up everything else. As opposed to giving me a story of somebody who I want to see and messing that up, unless they're going to tell me it's animated because their animated movies are dope. That's that is where they win at. They do do awesome animated movies. Um, the other thing that is that I've kind of seen that I kind of wanted to discuss was people like, well, what if they take black characters and made them white? And how would you feel? I'm gonna let you answer that first. Take black characters and make them white. Um, I guess it really depends on who. I mean, because a lot of a lot of popular characters have like like, all right. For example, like if they were to take Black Panther and try to do a white Black Panther, like like that shit, that shit ain't gonna fly. Ain't nobody gonna watch that shit. Like that's gonna be the end of the universe right there. Like black people gonna shut that shit down. Like we don't accept that like that. Um. It just it just don't work for us people who are invested. So if there was like a white blade or no, no, it wouldn't work. Okay, and and so here's here's my thing about that. And for people who argue that, who as like their counter argument for not having Clark Kent be black, why do black characters exist? Why why did it take so long to have you know your first black characters your you know, your Black Panther, um, you know, your Blue Marvel, you know, they were drawn because we didn't exist and we had any, we didn't have any representation. Absolutely. So it's, and we're still, you know, a minority in this. So if you take a black character and turn them white, then my mind it's different from taking a white character and turning them black. That makes you're, sense. you're taking us out as a minority and changing us, which According to history, almost erases our existence, as opposed to a black Clark Kent. To me, is the same thing as being upset that I have a black Santa Claus outside of my crib, right? Because everybody still knows that the white version of that character exists, and you're not erasing that character's history. No, I agree. I totally agree. Um, cause like if you really look at like, maybe like, and I'm um, just a complete estimation, maybe 75% of characters, you know, superheroes, even villains and stuff is white. You know what I mean? Like, so the small portion size that we do have, like, let us have it. I created a whole website. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, like let us have it, you know? Um, let us have it. It's, and it's crazy. Like, and then even if you go into like, you know, the Asian community and, you know, a lot of the other communities, you know what I mean? Minorities like the Spanish community, you know, things like that. Like it even gives it dwindles even more. So it's like to take Clark, Clark Kent, like, and make him black. Like you can already, like you, you already have characters there that you can use instead of Clark Kent to try to force Mm -hmm. that on us. Like just make it a spinoff with, you know, someone who legit was black, I mean, black uh, Superman. Like, you can't take Peter Parker and make him Black Spider-Man when you got Miles Morales. Like, why? Like, you don't have to do that. Just run with Miles. 
I mean, I, I, yeah, I 100% agree with you. If they were going to so, make a movie, obviously make it out of one of the characters who already exists. Right. But I'm I'm not about to be open arms and pissed off that Clark Kent is black. Like, I, no. I but probably am not going to watch it anyway. But then even with that, like, you even had an opportunity when in Batman versus Superman, when Superman died, you could have left that Superman dead and then introduced a black Superman in Justice League and ran with that. Then, OK, cool. Like, even, and even if ironically, his name was Clark Kent also. Cool. You know what I mean? Like. I, w- I would accept that even more. Like, okay, cool. I'll see what y'all did. You know what I mean? Well, 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 whatever. But like, just now doing another reboot of Superman because after bringing the old Superman back to life, you know what I mean? Like, or I can even see if you had teased it in the Snyder's cut. Like, okay, cool. Like, all right, hey, I see where y'all going. Like, but. I don't. I don't know. I don't get it. Like I'm just. It's, it's just hard for me. And, just I mean, that's that's what I read. I don't 100 percent know that they're rebooting or not, but they're definitely looking for a black Superman. And I mean, to what I'm, I've found, they want the whole filming cast and everything to be black as well. I do think that's dope. I do. I do. I mean, I always support black people and whatever. I mean, just from a. I'm just talking about from a fan standpoint. I don't like it, but I mean, hey, black people working more. Black people working in Hollywood. I'm with it. Like, so I hope it instant success. I think maybe they're trying to capitalize off of the Black Panther thing, kind of like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> as as he slides his mask back down and now he's Black Panther again. Oh, with the Black Panther with the hoodie. Uh <laughs> speaking of hoodies, man, explain your Instagram tag for people who don't know. Uh oh, we going here right now. And we're here right now. Black Panther, can you please explain? Your Instagram tag and why? My tag is protect your hoodie spokesman. Why am I the protect your hoodie spokesman? Uh, I've I've had many a conversation uh, with some women folk. Um, I love you guys, I really do. But y'all be stealing. <laughs> and it's as simple as that. Y'all be stealing. You know when you come over and you ask for a hoodie that you have no intentions of giving that hoodie back. And now you want it to be a collection of stolen hoodies. And I'm just here to help us men take our power back. Fellas, protect your hoodies. I can actually attest to that. I had this black PlayStation hoodie. Nice hoodie. Bought it from GameStop. Came out. Fly. I come home with it. My wife like, ooh, I like that. Next thing I know, it's gone. It it's cool. in her. It, it ain't even downstairs in the area where we put our our hoodies and jackets at. It's and she got it hung up in the closet like it's a shirt, like it's hers. So yeah, I chalked that up as a loss. Yeah, man. And that's not the first hoodie she's stolen. And that's not the first hoodie in my life I've had stolen from a female. So yes, I, I am totally with the protect your hoodie. If you got stories, send me your stories. We're gonna tell stories about. Gentlemen having their hoodies stolen from under their nose from these thieves. Absolutely. <laughs> we may have to do a special segment on that because it's gonna be a ton of stories. People getting getting their hoodies jacked. So yeah, we need to expose these women and their hoodie uh these hoodie gangsters. No, absolutely. I've got shirts coming out. Uh, obviously hoodie season's almost over, so 
we're gonna gear up for the next season. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So in the fall you got you got uh protect your hoodie hoodies? I've got protect your hoodie hoodies. <laughs> what? Uh we'll be this fall. So sign me up. Getting, up. getting everything set up and ready, getting my, my PNG files and all that ready to go. Uh, okay. I, I do have something for women as well. I'm, I'm not like a misogynist. Uh, so hey, maybe the women hoodie should say, Hey, let me get that. Maybe a hoodie should say, "Hey, do you have a hoodie I can borrow?" I I, I may look into something like that. I, I have a protect your energy uh, thing. Mm. Right now, okay, okay, all right. I'm with there's, that. There's a lot of fuck niggas out there too. And too many. It, you know, it's you too many to fucking fight you, off. Make sure you protect your energy as well. So I'm not leaving y'all out, but I'm not allowing you to continue to steal hoodies. <laughs> I'm so with that. I will sign me up for one. I will sneak up in everybody's house in my Black Panther mask and steal hoodies back like the Black Panther Robin Hood and give them back to the poor black man that you stole them from. So um, how do how do people reach? How do people reach you? How do people get a hold of this merch, this lovely merch? Uh, Well, right now, my merch is on my Heroes Like Me shop. Uh, So that is www.heroeslikeme.shop I have merch I have a couple of action figures uh, I've got Funkos left and right all over the place everywhere uh, and it will be in the comments I just dropped the uh, I just dropped the uh, link in the comments so for everybody who needs to know heroeslikeme.shop this is where you can go and find these things. So check out our YouTube, Facebook, all that good stuff. It will have a link to Heroes Like Me that shop. Uh, and I spelled it wrong. Just noticed that. Let's yeah. take that off. <sighs> you don't want people to actually buy from me. Apparently. I do. I do. This is this is why Black Panther would not extend things from Wakanda to nonetheless. Go to. If you know how to spell heroes, spell heroes like me. That shop. Uh, go on there, get all your your, your pops, your, your hoodies, all the good merch you'll see us wearing on a weekly basis. Uh, uh, Black Panther, Black Panther mask. Black Panther. I was about to say, I was about to say something else, but I didn't want to say it. Nonetheless, So yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. So, I guess we at a point where we need to talk about this draft, man. What do you think? Oh, by the way, who are you a fan of? Who's your favorite football team? San Francisco 49ers. Ah. Yeah. All, all, all day. <laughs> so, what do you think about y'all draft? I'm a Colts fan, by the way, and Bears fan by marriage. I, I have a thing about that, too, but I don't, we don't need to talk about it right now. I don't believe in being fans of two teams, but that's a different story. Anyway. Okay, so who's your basketball team? I don't have one. See? What does that have to do with anything? Because you're a fan of one team in football, but you're a fan of no teams in basketball. Did you not play basketball yourself? Yeah. Yeah, so why don't you have a basketball team? Okay, so apparently we're getting into this now. All right. Yes. Fanship is singular. You can't be fans of multiple teams. You can be fans of no team. Because maybe you don't realize that you don't like a particular team. So I will use myself as an example. 
in both mm-hmm. sports. Growing up as a 49ers fan, I became a 49ers fan because I was a Jerry Rice fan. Respect. Stuck with Jerry Rice. But when Jerry Rice left and went to Oakland, mm-hmm. I stayed with the 49ers, which makes me a 49ers fan. Sounds My like a fan. Jerry Rice grew into fanship of the team. Inversely, yeah. basketball. Grew up a Jordan fan. When Jordan retired, I didn't care about nobody else. When he came back, I was a Bulls fan again. When he retired, I switched over to Philly because I was an Iverson fan. Okay. And then I realized that I was never a fan of any team. I was a fan of particular players. So therefore, I don't have a team. I have players that I love to watch, but I don't have an NBA team. So what made you stick with San Francisco as a team, even though the player you supported there retired, but you didn't support Chicago as a team when your player left? or Philly once Iverson left? If I had to have an answer, it would probably be because of I made more of an investment in the 49ers as a team. So as the 49ers got better, I started watching them more, and then I started having other players who were 49ers that I like. So okay. I like Steve Young. I like Terrell Owens. You know, I like Garrison Hurst as a running back. I like Ricky Waters. There are other people on that team that I started to like. I like Ronnie Lott. Growing up, you know, uh, yeah, he was a beast. our linebackers, you know, I like Patrick Willis. So my fanship grew to other players on that team. Okay. Whereas in the NBA, it never grew. It never expanded to. Now, I was a Jordan fan. I thought Pippen was dope. That was it. I was an Iverson fan. Now I wasn't watching Eric Snow, who now I wasn't watching, you know, Aaron McKee. Wow. Greg Lynch. Your shot was trash. It didn't look good aesthetically. You only hit a few, uh, and you were in the league. Obviously, I didn't make it that far. But you shot was So my friends <laughs> had never transitioned to anybody else on those teams. It stuck with that individual player. So if you remove the individual player, and I don't have another person that I can say I'm a fan of, then my friendship is going to leave. Huh. Okay. That sounds like a bandwagon to me, but nonetheless. I'm a Pacer fan just because I like Reggie Miller. Um, and that's all I could watch growing up. Didn't really get to see a bunch of other games because we ain't had cable. Uh, so, yeah, Colts fan by default just because Colts are always on. Other teams aren't on too much. But I can say I did like Dallas for a period in time because I was like Michael Irvin. Um, and I was a fan of Deion. Uh, so, yeah, I did like. Dallas for a little while, but not to a point where I want to be a fan of the Dallas Cowboys because, yeah, that just wasn't it. And they started calling them calling them America's team and all that, and I was like, ah, okay, whatever. Oh, so you're like, not American is what you're telling me. Um, that's fine, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine, too. I, I'll you take that. Before somebody else says it. Um, sure, whatever. But I always just stuck with the Colts because it was a home team and whatnot. So I've continued to be a Colts fan. But to explain the whole Bears fan by marriage is because my wife is from Chicago and I had to make a deal with her because she was 
a Bears fan and a Patriots fan. And the Colts and Patriots don't mix. And I had to let her know if we was going to continue on in our relationship that, yeah, she needs to drop the Patriots. So the goal was, hey, drop the Patriots, pick up the Colts, and I'll pick up the Bears. And then we can just be a Colts Bear family and move forward. She agreed while secretly rooting for the Patriots and Tom Brady on the low. Found that out later. Uh, well, first and foremost, that is a complete betrayal. Yeah, I agree. Siobhan, uh, I'm disappointed. I don't Here know if you're watching or not, but that is, that is going back on a legally binding contract. All day. That's taking, I tell this. Taking my name off of your uh, wedding certificate. Um, by the way, she commented on that saying. I see, I see that she said I was always in a wedding. You were always in a wedding? I was always in the wedding. I wasn't always the best man. But that is true. That is going backwards. Um, I agree. The, the dual fanship, especially in the same sport. Just, I can't get with it. No, I mean, I agree. But it's just it's to keep peace in the house. Because for one, yeah, I was, yeah, what, we wasn't, what we wasn't going to have was fucking Tom Brady on TV. That wasn't going to happen. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so, hey. Hey, we can watch. Hey, if this, hey, we can watch the Bears if it's gonna keep Tom Brady off the TV. But it's NFC, AFC, so it kind of works that way. So I can have an NFC team and an AFC team, so it works. So it's not like the Colts and the Titans. Like that shit definitely won't work. It just sounds like hedging hedging your bet to me. I'm yeah, like, whatever. I don't agree. I'll with change. That. I'll change my teams in football when you pick a team in basketball. You can't force me to pick a team, though. I'm not. I'm just telling you what the stipulations are of moving forward with your disgruntled uh, mindset for my football picks and my disgruntled uh, thoughts of your basketball or lack thereof. You're just disgruntled. And that's fine, too. I need a hug. I do need a hug. Your wife to come back and give you a hug. Nah, man. Leave her at work. Yeah, man, I think... I don't know, man. A lot of people, man. I've been hearing a lot of talk about uh, about Trey Lance, man. And like, how do you feel about that? Let me ask that before I get my comments. How do you feel about Trey Lance? Or what was your thoughts going into that? Because a lot of people said like maybe it was his second or third pro day that they really changed it, or like because he didn't. I thought because he didn't have a big body of work, I was like he just gonna drop. Like nobody's gonna take a chance on him because a lot of people were like, hey, look, they won't definite, definite, definite. But I heard they went back to like some of his high school tape and like his the I guess the one season he did play in uh, North Dakota state. And that was enough with his pro days. They felt like they seen enough. what you think? I, I was, I was not against the pick. Um, okay. I wanted Justin Fields first. Um, why? Cause he was in Ohio state. Why? Is that why? A little bit. Uh, okay. Ohio state. Um, oh, a little bit bigger body of work because he played. I'm not, oh, I'm not doing the IO. <laughs> Just because they're trying to force it, I guess people <laughs> probably be upset about that. But I'm also stubborn. That was, um, but yeah, a little bit bigger body of work at Ohio State than the other two that I was told that we were looking at, which would have been Mac Jones and Trey Lance. Okay, um, I think he had a little bit more to overcome. I think Mac Jones just had a super powerhouse around him and therefore 
had a, a little bit easier transition and path, which I guess is why they say he was a little bit more pro ready. But that could also mean that he's already peaked as well. Uh, by the way, I just want to put this out here. I'm an Alabama fan. Yeah, yeah, I don't care for what you say about Mac Jones. Don't care. I and this is a conversation we had off air. I I believe they should have took Matt Jones. Um, and he ran. People saying he couldn't move, but he ran a four six forty at his pro day. They didn't leak that to like after the draft, but this is what this is what they this is what they rate speed on. I'm look, it makes me no difference, but four six pretty damn good. Um nonetheless, I think I agree. I do think he was pro ready, more pro style offense, but I do feel like Justin Field or Trey Lance um expands your playbook. So, of course, y'all going to want the West Coast offense. That's just, you know, that's Mike Shanahan. That's Kyle Shanahan. That's just what they're going to do. They're going to run the ball, run the run the ball. They're going to play action, get their QB out in space. They're going to do that. And I don't think Matt Jones couldn't do that. But I think that now when you do that with Trey Lance. Yeah. I mean, he didn't do that in Alabama, but I don't think that's something that you you can't. Like, he couldn't do if if asked. But I do believe that. With Trey Lance, now when you get out there, you have another dynamic. It's like not only can he throw the ball, you know what I mean? They say he can make all the throws. I haven't really watched tape on him like that to know. Um, but they basically said, like, he was the Patrick Mahomes of his conference. Like, you know, nonetheless. Because that was a they was a D2, right? D2, yeah. Yeah, that was D2. So they, they won the national championship his first year in D2. So – yeah, and I think he had what twenty six, twenty eight touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, yeah, no interceptions. Yeah, like no, I think it was thirty three touchdowns, no interceptions. Like, wait, well, yeah, I think like, that was with running. Oh yeah, we're running, we're running. Yeah, yeah, he had, yeah, he had like, yeah, crazy numbers. I mean, apparently the talents that I mean, I trust John Lynch and definitely cut, trust the Shanahan's of judging QB talent just from what they did in you know Denver. You know, you got you got to kind of go with them, I mean, even what. Uh, in Washington with even what they do with Alex Smith and just that that offense. So, I mean, as far as offense, their selections, you can't really question that too much. Yeah, I mean, Kyle Shanahan did with Matt Ryan. I mean, granted, Matt Ryan. That's true, too. Yep, yep. Yeah, hearts, but, you know, that offense is not like the same since he's been gone. It's not. Yeah, like like that year he won the MVP, and then, like, once he left, it was like, 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 how do you have the same players, if not more, with you know, better with Calvin Ridley? And they still had Hooper at that time right after he left. Like, how are you not, you know what I mean? And decent. They had two running backs, you know, two decent running backs, which I don't know what it is in Atlanta, but running backs cannot stay healthy in Atlanta. Um, <laughs> they always get – They always get – these Atlanta streets? Huh? You know what's in these Atlanta streets? I don't. I don't. I don't. I've been down there once and – I take that back. I do know what's in those Atlanta streets. Uh, I will also be hurt. Oh, ooh, hamstring coach. Um, Sit me down. Uh, I need to go to Blue Flag. Wow. Um, Get you some of them, uh, them, 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 them blue lemon, what those lemon pepper lube wings? wings. Lemon pepper lube. I haven't had that but I I will. I I will try. The blue wings. Um, I'm Just sure he's happy he's in Atlanta, so he is back home. I mean he, he did for coming home and eating wings, so he did. He did. People was 
calling that like one of the turning points in the bubble for the Clippers, man. Like they couldn't get back on track because Lou wasn't there. Because he had wings. I don't know, man. It was had to be some bad wings. I heard they're great. I haven't had them yet. But hey, to blow a three-one lead against Denver, them wings had to be fat. Yeah, but this was in the first round, way before they even got to Denver. Oh yeah, who they beat in the first round? Some bums. Man. <laughs> I just man, like people talking, and they and everybody's hey, people riding high on the Clippers to come out the east. I mean, come out the west. Um, just to switch subjects real quick, I mm-hmm. don't see it. Um, nonetheless, but we'll talk about them later. Who are you picking out the west? Then? I guess, and I and I have to put stipulations just because there's so many freaking injuries. If you get a healthy LeBron in mm-hmm. a, I don't think AD's healthy fully either. I think he got back spasms the other night, even though he well he did fall hit his back on the the announcer the little I don't know that there. little board yeah that little graphic board or whatever that which was super weird. Um, but if you get a ninety to hundred percent LeBron. And get a seventy-five to eighty percent healthy LeBron. I mean, a uh, AD. Then I would have to say the Lakers, just because they've been there, and done that, and I just think they can handle it. Especially with how they second unit was playing when they both was out, they were starting to come around. They were starting to win some games. You know what I mean? So I think if that second unit with Kuzma and them can and Schroeder come back healthy, because that's another person who's been out. If if them two, if they can find that continuity off the bench um, and kind of lead that second unit, I think you got to say the Lakers. The Clippers, my thing is this with the Clippers, is he called himself Playoff P. <laughs> <laughs> but ain't did nothing in the playoffs. Ain't did nothing in the playoffs. When he was in Indiana, he didn't do nothing in the playoffs. Uh, when he was in OKC, he didn't do nothing in the playoffs. Um, and now with the Clippers, they ain't do nothing in the playoffs. So I don't know where he get playoff P from. Uh, I like pandemic P better because, uh, that nigga kind of been choking it up since then, but Hey, he been balling this season, season highs across the board points and, uh, not, not in points, but, um, shooting percentage, three point shooting percentage, mm-hmm. all that stuff like across the board is better. The team as itself. Them and the Nets are like the most one and two back and forth for offensive efficiency, I think. Uh, so I really believe that – I don't know, man. They they look good, but just like the playoffs, man, like they say Rondo now in the locker room is is the leader. And I'm like, how this man been here two weeks and he the leader of y'all team? Like that's uh, that's, that's a huge question mark. That's that's what happens when, when you don't have leadership and somebody who comes in as – a natural born leader. I mean, they're instantly going to take over a locker room. I mean, I've, I've been in locker rooms in that scenario, so I I hundred percent understand how you know Rondo has come in and, and kind of established himself as a leader as well as on the floor. You know, when you get so in those situations where they were down three one, you can tell when the team's panicking and mm, shooting, shooting or shooting too fast. That all is going to be on your floor leader, and who is typically your point guard. And in this situation. With Rondo, is like, all right, we're moving a little bit too fast. Like, mm-hmm. especially in this, they had leads in all of those games. Man, double digit leads. I think so, one game, know, why, why 18, another game, they was up like 15, another game, they was up like 
12 or 13, like they in blue double digit leads the past the four closeout games in Denver in the uh, bubble. So you need somebody who's gonna be like, all right, because at some point in that run, you, you stop hitting your shots. That's true. But you don't stop running. You still run it up and down the court, and that's actually working in the other team's favor, which is why they lost the one lead. You stop hitting shots, they start hitting shots. Yeah. And you never slowed down. So you gave them all the time in the world. And I think another thing that Rondo's going to help with, and, and I don't believe he's going to be safer, but even though, like, for the Lakers last year, like, dude, like, he he probably was the bubble MVP for them because he knocked down big shots. He Like you said, the pace, like, he was getting other people, he was setting other people up, like, you have to account for him. Um, and I'm thinking the Clippers hoping he can do the same for them. But, like, another thing I noticed with the Clippers in the bubble, like, they were – um, like, you would have – Sometimes you have Kawhi bringing the ball up and being a primary ball handler, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Or you have Paul George bringing the ball up, you know what I mean? These dudes, they don't set up offense. Like, these ain't the dudes who run your offense and get people in places. Like, that's not what they do. You know, you're doing more isolation with them when they get the ball. So it's like you're bringing the ball up, then you go in isolation, so the ball ain't moving around. So I think Rondo will help with that with, hey, you ain't got to bring the ball. I'm bringing the ball up. I can orchestrate the offense. I can get people in their spots to get their shots and things like that. Um so, and even if you want to go small with him and Beverly in the backfield, if you're going against, you know, a good back, like, you know, a good backcourt, um, just because I just don't think defensively that um, Paul George and Kawhi are where they used to be. Um, but no, nah, but I don't think Patrick Beverly is either. That too, he can't stay I, healthy. I, like, so. I mean, but I think, I think. You're gonna have to in 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 the playoffs. It ain't like all right, you playing Denver one night, then you playing Portland one night. Like you know what I mean? Like it ain't mm-hmm. like the season. Like it's like no, nah, I mean, you got Denver for seven games. You know what I mean? So like they're gonna figure things out. So I think defensively you got to slow down too and, and kind of hone in um, defensively because you got to try to take away what they do best. And you're looking at maybe them being maybe the two or three seed. Uh, so you may see a first round Lakers versus Clippers. Yeah, <laughs> like, it can very well be. Um, but I think the Lakers need to play in. A lot of people complain about. I know LeBron had made a statement about like not really caring for the play in, which people make it sound like he made that comment yesterday. But he made it last year, and he was just talking about like he just didn't care for it. Um, but I think they do need to play in like those extra games to kind of get on track, you know, with LeBron coming back and AD coming back and Schroeder coming back. Like, I think they need those games to help out, like to, to get them prepared for the playoffs, uh, especially with adding Drummond in there. You know what I mean? Like they need to figure out how to play with him. You know what I mean? Like, cause he's a, he's a light, he's a lane clogger. Like, I think he could probably move out with 10 feet, maybe knock down that little jumper. But if he's going to be primary in the paint, then AD got to be knocking down shots, you know, if he's not going to be down there banging. And LeBron, you know, he got to, you know, they got, you got to knock down shots. You have to. And with the the injuries that they both have had to their legs and ankles and things like that, like that's where your strength comes. That's your shot. Like you're going to have to, you know what I mean? Maybe you won't have to put the ball on the floor as much because you got drumming, but. You got to knock down shots. The Lakers been struggling doing that over the past couple of weeks. I mean, they've been struggling technically over the last couple of years with hitting shots, but they That's true. Shots in the bubble. So I, I can get what you're saying that you know mm-hmm. they need to play in game to play a little bit more and get a little bit more team chemistry. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I, I don't know that it's going to be enough with everybody trying to come together this late in the season. I agree. Uh, but, I mean, I, I am with you. If they could get 100% and get some more chemistry, I mean, Lakers are going to be tough to beat. I, just, I mean, just I mean, I just look at LeBron and just what he brings. Like, you don't have to worry about leadership. You don't have to worry about who you got to follow. You know what I mean? You ain't got to worry about the pace. You don't have to worry about all those things because he pretty much takes control of a lot of that stuff, which he's probably the best point guard, non-point guard in the league, you know. Um, I think he kind of proved that last year, just primary running point and leading the league in assists nonetheless. Uh, but, you know, arguably with James Harden and a couple other guys, Chris Pauls and things of that nature, I think he's up there when he's asked to be the primary ball handler. Um, but, yeah, I, 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 it may not be enough time, but I think they'll still be tough. Um the Nets, what, what do you think was going on with the Nets, man? They've been losing some games they probably shouldn't. And they've been on like a like a, like a a slump going into the playoffs, and this is not the time to go on a slump. <laughs> well, I mean, when you don't play defense. <sighs> the defense is so if, horrible. If, if your shots ain't falling and you don't play defense, you're going to lose. And, I mean, KD has had some – questionable end of games over the last couple of games that they played. So it means, all right, if KD's shot's not falling, obviously you don't have James Harden right now to fall back on to be like, all right, I'm not hitting so somebody else can hit. Kyrie's been scoring, but that also kind of makes you one dimensional. If you feel like KD's not hitting, so you're just going to contest. You're going to play Kyrie hard. You're not going to be worried about anybody else. And, I mean, Kyrie's not the greatest in terms of facilitating. So when he has the ball, he's not necessarily looking to get somebody else involved. He's looking for his own bucket. Well, right. if KD's not getting his own bucket, Kyrie's only looking for his own bucket. It means the rest of your team is not involved in the offense and you're not playing defense. So you're giving up buckets. You're relying essentially on one guy at the end of the games because your other star just hasn't been hitting, which is uncharacteristic. And that'll probably change a little bit in the playoffs. With it. If you don't play defense, like that's not going to change the playoffs. I agree. And as you get further into, I, I think, especially for them, because they don't match up with big teams well, mm-hmm. like Philly, which is a team that plays defense and has bigs, could be a big problem for them. Right. I agree. I agree. Um, but their defensive, they defense, I guess, when how that NBA calculate defense overall, they were like 25th for the longest time. And over the past two months, I think they dropped down like, at the lowest 15th, but still like, I agree. Um, this time, man, like, I think they're kind of having that same, that same problem the Clippers had last year. You don't, without hard in there, there's nobody to initiate the offense or to, to create a pace. You just really kind of just hoping to outscore the other team. You know what I mean? Like, and again, like going against, they always struggle against bigs. So when you got, your 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 Randalls, your um your Giannis's in the East, you know if the Pacers make it, I think Sabonis would be a problem. Uh, your um, Embiid is definitely a problem. Yes, <laughs> Embiid is definitely a problem. You know, and then even if you look at Miami, your your Bams and stuff like like there's a lot of decent, good, great big men. You know what I mean? Um, in the East that. Like y'all gonna have to figure it out because these other teams got shooters too. You know what I mean? If if Hero and Duncan get going for Miami and um 
you know, Harris and them get going and Philly and stuff. Like, dude, like there's some teams that can lock you down defensively, but also keep up with your scoring pace to a certain extent. And if hopefully they saying Harden should be back for the for the uh for the playoffs for the first round at least. But you gotta think about him and his playoff record, like he ain't the best shooter in the playoffs. It's almost a similar situation to playoff P. Like, yeah, <laughs> mo- hey. what point were you expecting him to be like, just completely check out and start missing shots and have one of those games? And it's usually at a really, really bad time where it's like a game. Close out games. Close out. And now you off. Now, let's just say he's off. Let's just say KD is off as well. Again, you're giving up buckets but you're not getting any buckets. Mm-hmm. It, it's not going to work out for you. Okay. So, I mean, at, at some point, they're going to have to pick up the defense. And at some point, they're going to have to figure out, you know, what route do we go at the end of the game? And, I mean, it's fortunate that they have three. Yeah, yeah. Like, like they got options. One of y'all, y'all got to be hot. Yeah. At some point in this fourth quarter, and, and maybe we can ride you And out. another one of y'all at least need to be decent unless unless the supporting cast is going off, which the supporting cast has really been saving them for the games that they've been winning. I mean, because you'll get, you know, anywhere from 25 to 40 out of, out of, out of Kyrie nightly, so that's pretty mm-hmm. consistent. KD, he, he's been up and down, you know what I mean? But you're probably going to get anywhere about the same from KD. Um but then, like everything else, has been been the other guys. So if Harden comes in and um, starts forcing, you know what I mean, because he feels left out. You know what I mean. I feel he just got to kind of be the hero. You know, I think they. I, I don't see a first round bounce because uh, they may get maybe who Atlanta. Maybe I'm thinking. I can't think who's seven. Uh, what are they, the one seed? I think they're the two right now. Or, yeah, they might be the two. Um, but I don't think Atlanta's still down to seven. Yeah, I think they're still fifth or sixth. Are they fifth, fourth? I think fifth or sixth. Okay. Um, who's who's down there at seven? I'm about to look that up. But nonetheless, I think I mean any other them, like even, you know, if if a Miami or somebody get into that, if one of them them teams who've who has the continuity, who's healthy, who's been there, um, maybe got that bubble type of atmosphere, you know what I mean? Like who was in the bubble, like Miami, like Shoot, they ran through the East last year in the bubble. So you know, hey, if they turn it on, and you got these, you got those defenders. You got people like that play the teams that play defense. Which you got a lot of good defensive teams. You know, with the Bucks, with the, mm-hmm. the Knicks, the Miamis, and the Philly. Like all those teams play defense really good, and they also real efficient on the offensive end. So I don't know, man. I can see the Nets possibly getting caught. I mean, they may be able to overpower a lot of teams just on pure just talent. You know yeah. what I mean? And just shooting ability, just scoring, you know, just completely just outscore teams. But to do that four games for four series is going to be tough. I think if they got anybody to worry about, it's obviously the Bucks and Philly. Uh, I, I don't necessarily think they need to worry about Miami that much uh, mm-hmm. and because uh, although Miami plays defense, I do think that they were one of the teams who benefited greatly with being in a bubble, especially mm-hmm. with the shooters. Yeah, I mean, those are those are shooters' rounds. That's a shooter situation when you okay. go into the gym and you don't have much to distract you when you're going up on your shot. You're going to have much more concentration. You're going to hit a lot more shots. They haven't been showing that, you know, in, in terms of uh, Hero and Duncan this right. season outside or any season that wasn't bubble related. 
So I, I'm not necessarily worried about them in mm-hmm. that aspect, but I think if the Nets need to be worried about anybody, it, it's definitely Philly and the Bucks. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just thinking of like teams that like I just know Miami was in the same position last year and I just seen what they did. So I'm just thinking like, you know, they got pretty much the same team. They ain't got a lot of, you know, a lot of new pieces. You know what I mean? So I just think like just them kind of carrying over that same playoff vibe and kind of being there versus like the Knicks got, you know, a bunch of new players, you know, the the Sixers, which I think are really good and probably going to propose the best challenge. Um, the coaching change with Doc Rivers, I think that helped them a lot. Uh, Giannis um, and them, they're pretty solid too. So I kind of like just Philly and, and Milwaukee, I just kind of like they're their own because they just, mm-hmm. they've been there. They kind of like already got it. And I'm just thinking like Miami is that up and coming. And then look at the Knicks. You just can't deny the fact that they just, they really get after it on the defensive end and they really play as one. Um, so I'm just looking at those two teams that this may be in the lower seas that can possibly give them trouble in the first couple rounds, possibly versus them possibly seeing Philly or Milwaukee later on. Um, yeah. if they make it on, so now, I think yeah. New York is legit, man. Uh, and like, because they actually play like it, you know, Julius <laughs> Randle is you no know, your, your star, mm-hmm. but they play as a team, like the, so it's not, it has to go through Randle every night. But if it gets to the point to where it's time, Randall will take over a game. Mm-hmm. That team defense, you know, obviously everybody knows Thibodeau was known for known for it. defense in his teams, and, and you can see it in that squad. And you can see that it's the one there's chemistry. Um, mm-hmm. it, there's not one person who's above the team, and it, they play that way. And they could, they honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they knocked out like the Nets. Just because of Me that neither. overall team defense. Yep. And that's and, and I think those are the teams that's gonna really give them problems because I think the Nets are gonna exert so much energy on the offensive end that defensively, like I think that's been their problem. Like, you know, KD and them, they gotta go off. And usually when when the other guys are, are playing better, that's usually when they win. Like, even when those three dominate, which they've only played seven games together out of these 71. So all three on the floor has only been seven games. So I think that may be the issue, which I think James Harden is kind of the key because he just he just picks up the slack. And at times they let him run with the second team. And that's kind of where he get going at. So he kind of sets up everybody initially. And then when like the second quarter, they kind of let James Harden run with the second team. You know what I mean? Um, so I think Steve Nash and his substitutions is going to be key, which I don't think from the way Kyrie makes a sound, he doesn't really he do the subs. <laughs> like, hey, coach, I'm going back in. Oh, okay, he just on the bench, apparently. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so um, I think that may be key in key situations, just how they manage everything. Um, and health, man, health is everything in the playoffs, so. Whoever is the healthiest, um, you know, and con- uh, continuity had that chemistry. I think that that always what usually those type of teams that come together during that time usually uh, make the most noise. So when do the playoffs start? Uh, the end of the month, I believe. I want to say the 22nd. I don't have to double check and verify that, but it, it is okay. or it's the next one. Maybe next week because I know it was like seven games left coming this week, and they play every other day, so it may start next week. Let's find out. 
But with that, I want to say shout out to the sponsors, Hero Like Me. Go check out, (laughs) like I said, check out all your your, your favorite minority pops, figures, merch. Get this lovely shirt I got, the lovely hoodie that that Ike's wearing, or Black Panther, whichever one he is right now. Um, Ike Panther. Ike Panther. Ike Panther. Okay. 20 seconds. That was right. 20 seconds. Okay, cool. That's not that long. That's like a week. So, man, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be very interesting. So, but to speak back to the draft, I don't even know how we got on basketball. We went straight from San Francisco to basketball. I think I kind of snuck it in there somehow. Yeah. Um, there's no one order in this. There's no order in this right now. It will be better. I know the show sucks right now, but it will get better with time. Nah. Probably not. <laughs> Probably I'm not. I'm all for the chaos. Go ahead. I don't <laughs> want you to know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of with that too. Like, I was going to make like a whole structure and stuff, but I'm like, yeah. It's just me. I have to do all this. This whole setup, everything. I have to do this. So, um, yeah, I want to enjoy it. I don't want it to feel like a job, even though we are at LC, but. I don't want to feel that way. <laughs> I want to enjoy it. I want to have fun. So that's what it would be until people start paying us. We are f- open to sponsors. There's more room on this screen for I'm more selling logos. Myself. You're selling yourself. Yeah. Me. I, I am a strapping young gentleman. No, let me get out. <laughs> <laughs> he is available though. So hey, hit him in the DM. <laughs> DM Mike, if you're in Atlanta and you're lonely. DM me if you're not in Atlanta. That's true too. He is a traveler. He will get on mm-hmm. a plane. I'd be bored. He will travel for the for the right. I should say that I'm not. He's not going to travel for just anyone. This is not love connection for Ike Panther. Um, hey, whatever. Look, man, I'm trying to help you out. We'll I'm trying to be a wingman. We'll discuss that off off mic. <laughs> Alright, uh man, shoot. Do you want to stream some gaming tonight, man? Me and my wife been streaming streaming us streaming some games, man. We've been playing uh the two of us, man. No, it takes two. Not two of us. It, it, it takes two. It takes two. Uh, it takes two. What you trying to stream? Some Call of Duty, some some 2K? What you trying to stream? You know, it makes me no never mind. Uh whatever the people want, I'm here for it. I All ain't right. gonna do it and go to the gym, which I'm gonna leave and go, you know, whenever I get done talking to you and <laughs> paying attention or who may not be paying attention. I don't care. Who cares? People can go back and watch it. So you didn't ask me about you didn't, you didn't ask me anything. I asked you all the questions. It was, a, it was a lightweight interview. I felt like I was interviewing for a job. Well, but, I mean, people had to know who you are. I don't I don't assume people are going to know who I am either. People know you, Vernon. Everybody knows who Vernon is. Who's Vernon? I mean, so far, all the subscribers we have are people who know me to a certain extent. So you need to start uh, shooting out some links to people and get some more subscribers who know you so we can have a balanced team. Nah, we're just here to support Vernon. What? That's (laughs) why why, why I accept all support. Um, We're here to support you, too. Look, man, look, man, look. This is the first piece of merch I bought from you. Look at this. Nice. It does look glorious. It does. Custom I wanted black and red. He's like, man, I can do that. Okay, don't be telling people about custom so, orders. I don't make my life difficult. 
I'm not making it difficult. I'm making, trying to make you some money. Like, hey, you can ask your colors. You can have it diverse. Next week, I have another special special order on that I got from. Man, what you mean? Heroes like me is flexible. It is. Uh, I've got to work on some internal things, but it, it look. Well, if you want it, we'll figure it out. That's see that that's how you plug right there. If you want it, we'll figure it out. And I at some it. point, at some point, uh. We will have uh, merch for the show. So the IV pod will have our own merch site going live next month. Hi. Oh, so so we might, there may be, there may be a hoodie that you can get with Ike Panther on it. It will be Ike in a Black Panther's mask. You can get a hoodie with Ike Panther. I would wear a hoodie of this right now. Well, we got one sold. We're heading in the right direction. <laughs> so, well, Vernon, tell, tell you people that already know you more about yourself. What, what's Vernon like to do in his spare time other than take long walks in the city streets with crackheads? Whoa. First <laughs> off, none of that is true. Um, oh, man. All my free Well, between the wife and the daughter, they keep me pretty busy. So I don't really get a lot of free time and my uncle. So when I have free, free time, man, I'm usually gaming, man. I'm usually, you know, playing Call of Duty with you or 2K or playing Outriders with my guys or, you know, uh, what else do I play? MLB The Show. Uh, so I got a couple games that I play, like just, you know, me of Marvel Avengers. I'm playing it. Okay. I play Avengers. I play. You just read off like a. Sport. I know. I'm. I guess I might as well just let people know. Hey, you can find me on um PSN only. Uh, the Black Spider Man D A B L K Spider S P I D A M A N the Black Spider Man. Um, add me, man. We can put, we can run if you playing Outsiders. If you playing the show, if you playing Two K, uh, please be good. Um, Call of Duty. Um, again, if you're playing 2K, please be good. Uh, <laughs> you know, I got a big man in a in a small forward. He runs two guard. Like, if you're a point, or or you can contribute, <laughs> we need your help. I hate running with randoms. I will back out if there's two uh, AIs. Um, but nonetheless, play that. Play Marvel Avengers if you're on Avengers. We can get it. Um, what else? Borderlands. If you play Borderlands, I'm on Borderlands. Uh, not so much, but I do have all the DLCs and stuff. I got to catch up on Borderlands. I'm so behind on Borderlands. So that, um, yeah, man, that's about it. That's what I play. Um, that's usually what I'm doing, man. Or like I said, if it ain't something to do around the house, you know, something going on with my daughter or whatever, which I will find out. Um, that's what I'm doing, man. Taking care of my uncle, man. Being an adult, I'm adulting, which I'm not really good at. So That's luckily, it. I have an amazing wife because I suck at adult. Mm. I'm doing all it on my own. I don't have an amazing wife, so that is your fault. Is it though? It is. We're not getting to my personal life. <laughs> <laughs> not now. We nope. we this is episode one. We have a bunch more episodes to go, so we're definitely gonna dive into Ike's uh, personal life. Ike's is not here. You can't read that name. Oh, yeah. Ike Panther. Mm -hmm. Or Black Ike. (laughs) There's a white Ike. 
Hey, hey. Uh, there was a competition with Ike's at one point. Between who? You and the other Ike, who we are no longer friends with on PSN. There was never a on accident. Yeah, no, there wasn't. He said he was the real Ike, and he got thirty put on his head. That is true. That is true. In two K, yes, yes, we were going to get yes. You did. You went off that game. I think maybe it was the Ike comment that made you angry, and you just went crazy. It's it's easy to set me off. That is true. It don't take much. I have experience in that. But yeah, yeah, man, that's that's it, man. What else? I mean, I told you who I'm a fan of. Um, grew up here. I'm in Indianapolis. I'm from Indianapolis. Um, my wife is from Chicago, which I don't know if that matters, but just so people know. Um, my daughter's from here, man. I got a 10-year-old, you know, people who don't know, which I'm sure almost everybody knows by now. 10-year-old. Uh, Pull-out game week. That was, <laughs> that's one kid. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, like I got a litter of puppies. Like it's one. But nonetheless, so what? I had a moment of weakness. Um so yeah, man, got a kid, man. Work two jobs. Business owner now. As you can see down there in the bottom. Runner productions and media family. Drug dealer and gun runner? Are you two jobs? Hey. Sometimes I wish I was a drug dealer, and sometimes I think wish I did run guns because it's a lucrative business right about now. Find you a group of Republicans, man. You can get it all. Hey, hey, I can get the drugs and the guns. Uh, I'm not contributing to any political debates. I'm with that too. I'm not saying I'm a Democrat because they suck at times too. Um, but nonetheless. I identify more with the independents and progressives, but nonetheless. Uh, yeah, man, but that's it, man. Just same old, same old. What else? What else you got, Ike? What else should people know about me? Or do you want people to know about me? What do I want people to know oh, about shoot, you? shoot. Never mind. No. Backpack. Backspace. My fault. Backspace. Backspace. No, you didn't want to have an edit button. And, and, and that's true. Know. I didn't. I did not. I said I am <laughs> not going to be editing this. We are at an hour and 40 minutes almost yeah, now. I'm, I'm, I am I'm, not editing. This talking. is live. I'm a hundred percent able to read the hour and thirty nine minute tracker that's on the top. Well, I don't know what you can see. I just know what I can see. Yeah. Well. Cool. I think I've talked enough to to people that I don't want to talk to. Yeah, that I you agree. Want me to talk to every week? Every, this is going to be every week, in some form or fashion. A little more organized, maybe, but you will be talking to people. Mm. They're going to get to know you, right? I'm going to build a robot to sit here. Oh my gosh. In my no bots. You won't know. It's cool. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <sighs> like, you going to make this hard for me. Yes. You asked me to be here. That's true, but I didn't ask you to make it hard. Like, come on, man. No, that was inherently written in to your ask. Okay. The difficulties of dealing with me. You want to deal with me live on air in front of people? Well, this is what it comes with. This is what it comes with. <laughs> That's cool. I'm okay with that. Like, I'm totally, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with, with Ike. I'm okay with with, 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 with Black Panther. I'm okay with all of it. 
So whatever, whatever. Every episode, hey, if that's what you need to get by, I'm with it. Uh, yeah, man. All right, man. Well, I guess since you don't have no more questions for me. Uh, yeah, I'm going to the gym, guys. Uh, All right, man. What time are you going to be done? Balls. What, what you going, uh, three hours, two hours, four hours, five hours? Probably about two hours. Okay. We could have edited this part out, but you didn't want to do no edit, so. Eh, don't matter. Now you People get still need to know. version of my life. <laughs> I'm not wearing pants. Well, I thought about not doing that, but I thought that was going to be a conversation that you were going to say, hey, I bet you're not wearing pants. And I'm like, I had to show that, like, yes, I am. So. I mean, technically, that can still happen. I don't believe. I don't care, though. No, it's not trying to show people your penis. I'm not. What? Okay. You know what? That's the end of the show. (laughs) End of the show right here. Yeah, have a great day. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for those who didn't join us. And thank you for those who will futurely join us. Futurely join us. Futurely. In the future. In the future. Yes. We appreciate y'all. Shouts out. Yeah, what he said. I'm out. I'm out.